Hey, everybody. It is your girl, Lauren Ree, right here on Lauren Ree Live Show on Water Ice Radio. How's everyone doing this evening? I am glad we are back and we have a great show for you tonight. And of course, I have my co-pilot here with me. Jay, what's going on? What's up, Lauren? How you feeling? What's up? I like that jacket. Yeah, me. (laughs) (laughs) I got to pull mine out. I haven't seen that in a while. I mean, um, you know, water ice, we've got our apparel and merch, so make sure you go check that out. But um, it's still winter, yeah. um, <laughs> so I just wanted to make sure I'm warm, but look good as well. Yo, and it's, it's actually funny you mentioned that because our guest today, uh, we're going to talk about a little bit about fashion. But before we get to that, how are you doing? I am doing good. Um, we're kind of embracing for another storm coming, right? Yeah. Um, can you do me a favor? If you guys don't know, Jay is actually from Texas, right? And I know this is probably kind of time sensitive or whatever, but there's some weird stuff going on in Texas right now as far as weather is concerned. So it's snowing there. And for us here on the East Coast, it just kind of feels like, yo, what's the big deal? It's snow. We, we deal with this all the time. But can you just really tell us really quickly, like, why this is such a big deal right now? Because what I'm looking at online is like total devastation, it feels like. Well, I mean, most parts of Texas, especially where my family's, uh, they're in San Antonio, South Texas, there isn't really snow, but it snowed and it's not even necessarily the snow, but it's the, it was the temperatures dropping uh, drastically. It was in double, it was in single digits. And long story short, uh, the infrastructure down in Texas, they're not, they're not built for a really cold climate. Right. Um, so, like so a lot of things and stuff freeze and stuff like that. Yeah, pipes, pipes freeze, they burst, um, uh, just electricity rollout, um, you know, out of power outages, rollouts. It's it's a lot of things that um, you know, they were hyped for the snow because it was nice, but then they don't really understand the after the aftermath of having snow and freezing temperatures. Right. Um, I mean, basically the city shut, I mean the, the whole state shuts down because they don't have like plow trucks and they don't put salt. Cause they, they, you know, they wouldn't have that normally. Um, but that's just Texas weather. Like Texas weather is, it's it like, you know, I try to, it's different every day. Like it could be 20 degrees in the morning and then 70 during the day. Right, um, crazy. Uh, and, but I don't know when this is going to air, but hopefully, you know, within the next, you know, couple of days, uh, they figure it out because it's, it's, it's something that they're not used to and they were, definitely were not prepared for all right, well, we want to send our thoughts and prayers to the people who are who are going through this right now in Texas. Um, we'll probably chop and screw this up and put this out a little bit early so we can send it out to everybody. But I just had to get your, your thoughts on it because I'm scrolling. I'm like, this is normal for us. Like, what is really going on? So I knew you would be able to tell us better than anybody. Yeah, I mean, I was, you know, just talking to family and friends and doing my own research. There's so much stuff I didn't even know. Uh, like, yeah. basically, like, Texas is has its own independent power grid. They're not federally regulated. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's why they're like, no energy for you right now for the next three hours kind of thing, right? Yeah, it, it comes on and off, you know, um, but there's a lot of people struggling right now. So hopefully, you know, they get they get that going. But uh, there's a lot of things that, that are happening um, that's, that's unfortunate. But yeah, we hope everybody gets well with the next couple of days, man, because I mean, the next couple of days, it's going to be like 60 degrees. So, I mean. Yeah. It'll be back but, tomorrow, right? Right, but you know, there's still a lot of people that are affected by it. But hopefully, it'll work out. Work out. And I just tell people, just take care of yourselves and each other. Yeah, uh, definitely for sure. Your communities and whatnot, you know, help them out because you know a lot of things aren't aren't coming from the government. 
you know, so it's kind of it's kind of rough. All right. So that was our public service announcement for today. Let's get into this show. Right. So I'm yeah, so- I'm very excited. Me, too. I'm so excited about our guest tonight. Um, you guys know what I do best. I scroll. So I'm on Instagram and I'm scrolling and I'm on one of these pages um, and I see this story and the headline is Philadelphia dad um, makes clothes for his daughter. And I'm like, hmm, Philadelphia dad, like what's this about? So I do a little bit more research and I, and I see this amazing story and I don't want to give it all away because I was like, I have to have this guy on our show because it's such a unique story. It's not something mm-hmm. that we hear often. And we love talking about fashion, right, Jay? So, oh yeah, um, for sure. I knew it was just such a good idea to have him on the show. So, without further ado, we have Michael Gardner from Daddy Dress Me. And Michael, welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on? Thank you for having me. Hey, how are you this evening? Thank you for being here. I'm doing pretty good. How are you? We're good. We're good. We're excited to have you here. Yeah. Um, and we kind of want to jump right into it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a lot of talk about what you've been, what you've been doing, but you've been doing it for a while now. So, um, what I read was back in 2014, you started actually doing this for your beautiful daughter, Ava. Um, give us a little background on how this all became. Um, so at the time she was three, um, so I was still kind of feeling my way through, um, what fatherhood was, the type of dad I wanted to be, um, and I've always been creative since I was a kid. That was how I processed um, and dealt with my own feelings about not having my father. Okay. So my sister was sewing and one day just something just hit me and I was like, I think I want to try this too. So I talked to her um, and then to also watching Ava's personality. She was, you know, full of energy, kind of sassy, fun, um, funny. So I just felt like, okay, if I bring my creativity with her personality, um, you know, we could possibly do something fun. Right. Um, so I just, yeah, went to YouTube, Pinterest, learned how to sew. And now it's been seven years now that we've been um, on this journey together. That's wow. amazing. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so, I mean, it has to take a lot of courage to be like, all right, I'm gonna be a dad. I'm gonna start making my daughter's clothes, right? Mm-hmm. So talk about like, did you have some struggles when you first started? Cause I know you are a creative, um, your background is being a creative, you do poetry, you work drawing or artists and stuff like that. Um, but were there some pitfalls with, um, um, you know, being a clothing designer? Cause I know it's really different from some other things. Yeah, it definitely, it was a learning process. <laughs> So the way that I started was um, I started by upcycling clothes. So I would go to the thrift store and buy women's clothing and then just scale it down to Ava's size. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That For me, that was just, you know, it felt more comfortable. I wasn't spending crazy money on fabrics. I really had no clue what I was doing. Um, right. I was going to say, I can say like those clothes, you, even if you mess it up, it's like, all right, it's only like $2. Or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. So if, I either would take something I bought or something that was just kind of sitting around that I wasn't wearing anymore, kind of cut it up um, and piece it together. Um, So that was kind of like the process. And then I still could like call my sister for, you know, some advice. She also will point me in the direction of like some of the people who did tutorials that just kind of helped me learn the process. Um, And once I kind of built, I used that process to kind of build my confidence. And then I just hit the ground running with buying fabrics. Um, But yeah, the first few things I made her I definitely made mistakes. I made her try to make her this dress one time. She put it on and she literally couldn't move. Like it was too tight. <laughs> and 
and I learned a valuable lesson because I didn't cut the fabric in the proper direction. So where the stretch should be going, you know, vertical, I mean, horizontal, it was going vertical and she couldn't move. So I learned to make sure I pay attention to the direction, you know, that I'm cutting the fabrics out. Um, and I really haven't made that mistake since that one time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it's, it's interesting because I, I feel like within the last 10 years or so, a lot of people, especially a lot of younger people, um, mm. are starting to get into the whole DIY and kind of right. doing things themselves. Uh, do you see like that kind of shift um, just talking with other people? Like, is, is like, are like the clientele that people that you talk to, they're like younger people like our age or are mm -hmm. even a little bit older? What do you think is like the, the, the demographic for that? Um, well, one is pre predominantly women. Um, yeah. Anything. So like when I started sharing, um, you know, what I was doing with Ava on Instagram, I started learning more about like the sewing community um, and just people who were just creative and just doing all types of crafts. Mm. So, I mean, there's a wide range of ages, races. Um, I always say like, you know, sewing is kind of, it's universal. So one, the community has embraced me because, you know, you're not seeing many examples of black men um, behind the sewing machine. And then the fact that I'm creating for my daughter is kind of some another like added like special layer to it. Yeah. Um, but last year, I think with people being home and the quarantine, um, mm -hmm. I saw a lot more guys, I've learned of a lot more guys that are actually sewing. Um, through a couple of Facebook pages, finding, finding people on Instagram. Um, so once it kind of became like essential where we had to have masks, I think just the, the hobby itself kind of blew up. Um, mm -hmm. is, you know, I'm kind of a product of that too, because people are seeing me and like fascinated that, you know, before this, they, you know, I was growing every year, but nobody really knew me. Like they kind of, you know, I've gotten exposure now. So Ava is your inspiration with um, a lot of the things that you come up with. Does mm -hmm. she actually partner with you on different ideas of what she wants her clothes to look like? I know you started out when she was a baby, but she's mm -hmm. nine now, is that correct? Yeah. So I know she has a lot, probably a lot more to say about what she wants to wear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is so it's funny when i started it was solely focused on like my creativity like the ideas that i had and she was like oh daddy you make it i love it i'll wear it into a couple a couple years into it we we had this moment that i'll never forget um i, I don't remember, remember what i was creating but she wanted to change something in the design and i'm i'm like you know it's sensitive to me because it means that much to me. So I was like, well, no, I want, you know, I want to make it this way. And she said to me, daddy, I'm the one that has to wear it. And I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, forget my vision. Right. <laughs> then I started learning, like, as she was getting older, like, I had to shift things and, like, allow space for her to basically collaborate with me. Because yeah. mm -hmm. would like, she would pick out shoes and jewelry and stuff. But as far as the actual design, that was mainly me. So now she's pretty much involved from beginning to end. She, you know, can point out fabrics that she likes. She will tell me fabrics that she doesn't like. Uh, it could be the length of a dress or a sleeve. Like she is very opinionated, which I love. Like I kind of celebrated now once I got past that moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we kind of go back and forth, bounce ideas off of each other. Um, not that long ago, I was making her a dress and I didn't like it. And she was like, daddy, like, you know, everything you make is great. Like you know, believe in yourself. And then once she kind of put it on and put her personality into it, like, then I actually love the dress. So we, through the process, we actually like support and encourage each other too. 
That's great. I feel like I feel like it's a um, it's similar to like a, an artist and like a producer, right? Like you kind of got to work hand, hand in hand. Can you talk a little bit about your just your how this has kind of brought you closer to your daughter and your connection that you have? Yeah. So you know, when I first started, you know, when I first kind of got into the journey of fatherhood, it was just about like spending quality time with her. Mm -hmm. uh, the main the main point of why I started this journey was because I didn't want her to have some of the same struggles that I did. So I struggle with confidence and self-esteem and believing in myself because, you know, not having that strong bond with my parents. So I felt, I felt like, okay, if I put energy, effort, time and dedication into this, she will have a different experience. Now, sewing just became the, the kind of thing that I use. Um, but if it wasn't that, it would be something else. Mm -hmm. um, it's allowed us to learn how to communicate. Like we are very close. She, you know, can tell me whatever she's feeling. I kind of used it to just kind of really get to know her, her to get to know me. And that, I mean, we've pretty much been inseparable since, inseparable since she was born. Um, That's awesome. Now that, you know, now that she's older, I have to keep making adjustments and, you know, grow with her as she's growing because her change, her needs, um, you know, what she needs for me changes as she continues to grow. Yeah. So it sounds like you've been having that girl dad hashtag down for a, a while now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but speaking of that, like um, that was a really big thing after the, um, you know, um, the sudden passing of Kobe Bryant, um, mm -hmm. everybody started to use the girl, uh, girl dad hashtag. What mm -hmm. does that actually really mean to you to actually be a girl dad? To me, it's literally being whatever it is that she needs for me in any particular moment. Um, it's funny, I was literally just, um, I'm a part of like a, a group of dads that, you know, or in a group chat and a dad is expecting a daughter. He said, I already have a son and, but I'm freaking out because now I have a daughter. Like, what advice can you give me? And so I told him, I was like, you know, just be present, be consistent, um, show her affection and make sure you're emotionally available. Because I, with my daughter, that's a huge part of our relationship. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when she, wants to get something off her chest, if she has questions, concerns, or if she's upset, like she comes to me and, you know, I've had to have conversations with her that I did not, one, have with either of my parents as a kid, mm -hmm. but I also had to be mindful of like my reactions and how I respond because I know she's watching me at the same time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just being there, being present and, you know, just really doing your best and engaging with your kids. Like it's, it's so important. Definitely. So I see a lot of photos of the two of you wearing matching outfits. Mm -hmm. um, you always are complimenting her with something. Um, was that something that was your idea or was that her idea? So when I, my desire to sew is mainly focused on her. I've just kind of got into um, enjoying sewing for myself. Um, we did it three, like, well, four years ago. And she loved it. She just, you know, was enjoying all the compliments and just, you know, I think she thought it was cool to just walk around looking like her dad. Mm -hmm. um, and she kept bringing it up. When are we going to do it again? When are we going to do it again? And I just didn't have any desire to make anything for myself. So mm -hmm. four years later, I kind of um, got back into it. And now I'm like hooked. So now I'm like, if I make it for her, I have to have enough fabric to make something for myself. Right. Um, yeah, it's just fun. And it's unique. Like, you know, as women can kind of go out and buy things to match their daughters yeah. or if they have nieces or, you know, mm. kids. 
for guys like we, I mean, other than t-shirts, there's right. much that you can or like hoodies or something. Or sneakers, yeah. yeah. So I don't think no one's ever really kind of put time and thought into, you know, creating that for for men who want to dress like their sons or their daughters. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it, it's it's pretty cool. I, I love it now. Do you ever think she may say, "All right, Dad, I'm done with the mat the matching stuff"? Not <laughs> <laughs> gonna break your heart. <laughs> <laughs> she claims that no, you know, she's she's always wanting to do this. I've had some people ask me that. And I went straight to her and I was like, you know, I always told her before, whenever she wants to stop, we can stop. Like, I'm always going to be her dad. You know, we're going to always have this bond. It would just shift to being something else. Maybe it's not even something that I share, you know, on Instagram or anything. Um, but yeah, she she actually wants to um, go to FIT and she says she wants to create her own fashion line. So that's amazing. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's I, I'm just thinking of like all the money you could save for like prom dresses and like birthday gowns. You know what I mean? I'm just like, please keep doing it. Please want you know, right. like your kid, please, please let me sew all your stuff. Is that <laughs> something where you think it could get to that point where you have like a, you know, a production and you have like a line and you can make you know just pieces for for families and whatnot? I would love to design pieces. I know, I, so I tried it a couple of years ago where I was like, accepting orders, that's just not my lane. <laughs> it's a lot, it's a lot. Yeah, it took, it turned, it just turned into something else. And it mm -hmm. also took away from the time that I could actually have this experience with her. So I was like, this right. is going in the wrong direction. Right. Um, but yeah, to design something, definitely. Because I feel like, yeah, dad should have this, the option to go into a store or go online and, you know, be able to coordinate with their, you know, their sons and their daughters. Like that would be just your family in general. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely. Hopefully I can design something, but sitting by the sewing machine and sewing it. <laughs> just make a sample, give it to a manufacturer and have them right. produce it. <laughs> I think that's so cool though, that you are very self-aware of what your lane and what isn't because a lot, I'm sure a lot of people have said to you, like you can make tons of money doing a father and daughter in line, you know, making people clothes and are you taking orders and stuff like that? So, you know, adjusting to saying, hey, this is not me, it is truly dope. <laughs> I just want to do this for me and my daughter. Yeah, I've had to, cause I've gotten emails and DMs where I'm like, oh, I'm, I want to purchase. I'm like, I don't, I only really create for me and her. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. So when you're, when you're out in public and you see, you know, people are like, where'd y'all get that? And you're like, oh, I made it. Like, how, how, how dope does that feel? Like, that's gotta be like a major flex. <laughs> What's funny is, cause I'm like naturally shy. Ava would okay. always handle the interaction. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I love, but then it gets to this point where it gets uncomfortable because she'd be like, oh, my daddy made it. And like, is so proud and speaking with confidence. And then she would go, I can get him to make you something too. <laughs> you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, handling that part of it, I'm like, no. But yeah, I just kind of just stand back and let her, you know, I used to say thank you and and she would go in deeper and I'm just like, all right, now you kind of put me into a corner because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to make them something. Right, so, gotta get the fulfillment going. <laughs> right, like, I'm like, no, we're not going down that road. <laughs> so kind of rewind back to um, the beginning of your story. Um, mm -hmm. I read on one of your blogs that you were always a creative so you, you wrote poetry you are artist um do you still do some of those things in your spare time other than sewing 
Um, I don't really write as much as I used to. Mm -hmm. um, the blog is actually kind of giving me the opportunity to like get, you know, get my thoughts and my feelings out. Um, but I do kind of other things like I still like to paint. Cooking is actually another way that I kind of, um, you know, try to be creative and do different things. Um, but I am actually, so I just kind of finished trying to write, well, putting like the first draft together of a children's book. Nice. Um, that was a goal of mine too, kind of wanting to turn our story into, um, you know, into a book just to kind of give other dads inspiration. So, um, you know, that's the kind of, that, that was the, the last thing that I kind of was using my, the bulk of my creativity for. Um, but yeah, I just try to do different things to, on Sunday for Valentine's Day, we were painting uh, plant pots and, you know, just whatever I can do to kind of get that energy out, I'm, I'm usually all for it. Yeah. That's dope. Um, so it's Black History Month and mm -hmm. um, I would love to know um, who are some of your fashion icons, um, Black fashion icons that maybe have drawn some inspiration off of? Oh, that's a good question. Um, like, you mean like celebrities or designers themselves? Designers, celebrities, whomever. Um, Tracy Ellis Ross, I've always like loved her style. I love her. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I just, my all-time favorite is Rihanna. Like, I, I don't care what she's wearing. I don't <laughs> care what she's doing. Um, I just love her. She's also, I'm a Pisces. She's a Pisces, like. You love her energy, right? Um, Great. And if her fashion show, just her style, her attitude in general, I'm a huge mm -hmm. fan of. Um, designers, I don't really, um, yeah, I'm not really, I don't really follow a lot of, like, designers and kind of what they're doing, per se. Um, but I'm just inspired in general by people that just use fashion to kind of express themselves. Um, because that, that was a part of like my upbringing. I was very shy, but it's weird. I would always wear like bright colors and bold prints, things that would get you noticed. And then as soon as you notice me, I'm like, I don't really want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still like, now, like everything that I kind of create and the fabrics that I'm usually attracted to are bright, bold, like. I'm not really for just kind of trying to blend in. It's like, I want, you know, and even with Ava, like she's the same way. Um, so yeah. I mean, it makes, it, ma it makes sense that you, you kind of use your muses as your inspiration because mm -hmm. like your daughter seems very vibrant and lively and it shows in your pieces. Yeah, she's, and I, a lot of times I feed off of her. Right. I tell her like, you give the clothes life. Like they, you know, it's just, it's just fabric until you put it on yeah. And add your personality, like with her posing and modeling, like I've I've had to tell people, it was just a natural thing that she did. Like she just would put her hand on her hip and just, you know, look over her shoulder. This wasn't stuff that I've instructed her to do. It was just kind of, she put clothes on and that's what she started doing. So I'm like, well, right. you get the camera, let me take pictures. <laughs> <laughs> what are, what, so you you basically self-taught if I'm, if I'm not um, mistaken. So what are some, like, I guess for people that are, wanting to pick up this trade, what are some really good uh, resources, whether online or just people in general that you follow that they could kind of, uh, to get started, they could follow themselves? For me, I always suggest YouTube. It's free mm -hmm. and there are some really, I mean, literally anything you wanna do, I feel like you should go to YouTube. <laughs> um, right, you're right. Because there are literally people that, now for me, there were some people that was creating tutorials that just, didn't like, I, I didn't respond to it well. 
But then there was some mm -hmm. that was like the way they're doing it. They're when it's simplified, I feel like that's that's the easiest way that people kind of grasp onto um, learning to sew. Um, so that's kind of my next step too, is to actually start a YouTube page and please uh, do. Yeah, like I want to show people like it's very it's it's a simple process, but you have obviously you have to dedicate some time and energy and effort to it. Um, but yeah, like I don't really use patterns either, so I I kind of learned through YouTube to trace what you already have. So if I wanted to make a shirt, um, I'll take a shirt that Ava, you know, kind of already had, lay that down on fabric, cut it out, sew it together. If you make a mistake, you can take it apart, try again. Yeah. Um, you know, but it, it can be very simple. And obviously a lot of people learn that with creating masks, um, Natalie. Mm -hmm. so. Well, when you, when you launch your channel, I will be a subscriber off the rip because it's cool. something I've always wanted to learn. So as soon as you do it, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be there. All right. <laughs> yeah, we need more guys out here. Absolutely. <laughs> it's so a great you, trade to have. Right. You said something earlier in the conversation that you have like a group chat of other dads. Mm -hmm. I've never heard that um, a lot. Um, talk about how important that is for other dads to really have this like community or circle basically to talk to other dads of, just to encourage them. I love that. Listen, this is, it's, it's new to me also. <laughs> um, so there was a, a dad that uh, we were following each other and he created a page called Dad Influencers. Um, that's where it kind of came from. So uh, this was like right when Clubhouse was, you know, kind of taken off. Yeah. Um, so we started with um, Mondays at six, we would kind of get on Clubhouse and we just started talking. And then from there, he created the group chat. And I like last week, um, they do like weekly calls where you just kind of check in. So I wasn't, you know, doing too great. I called in, they were on there praying for me, giving me words of encouragement. I've never, one, I've never heard those conversations amongst men. Right. And especially fathers. So yeah, it's, it's been a blessing to all of us because many of us um, in that group kind of grew up without our fathers. So we're trying to figure it all out and Many of us are, you know, years in and didn't really have the proper support that we need. So that group has been like a blessing just to bounce things off of. And again, just to be able to kind of vent. And I've always been close to women because I was raised by women. So mm -hmm. I've always, I've never really had like guys, enough guys anyway, to kind of um, have that support and that bond with. So th having this is like huge. So um, you know, I try to make sure I stay active and, you know, participate and we're trying to actually figure out how to come together and do something, you know, and collaborate too. So, but we support each other's posts and like, it, it's beautiful. It's yeah. And it's, it's, it's important too. Um, yes. cause like you said, you know, a lot of, you know, unfortunately there's a lot of people that grow up without, you know, fathers or just, you know, positive people in general right. and to have a community where we're all kind of in the same place trying to figure things out, but having an advice and, being vulnerable to, to right. other people to be like, hey, like I need help with this. Anybody got any resources or advice? And they'll be like, yeah, I got you. Like, boom, 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 boom. Like, I think it's just like, it's just natural for people to come together and help each other. Yeah, it's, yeah. I've always kind of dealt with things on my own. And mm -hmm. you know, I was in a relationship, I would talk to the woman I was with, but there's things that, you know, a woman can't understand when it comes to being a man and some, you know, some of the things that we feel and experience. So absolutely having that outlet is just like, listen, the first time I have a moment, I'm like, let me go talk to them. 
Yeah, <laughs> word. It's just yeah. different. It's just different. All right, yeah. all, right. Yeah. all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you don't understand, man. Like, like I, I, I totally understand because I, I grew up with women in my family, and I wasn't really close to my father until like later in my life, and now I'm grateful to have that male figures and positive male figures in there. So I get it, man. I get it. Ladies, basically, what they're trying to tell us is that. <laughs> It's different. They need their they need their guy time. That's basically what they're trying to say right now. That's it. Pretty much. <laughs> well, I'm gonna segue right into that. Congratulations are in order. You just recently got engaged. So congratulations awesome. on that. Awesome. Um and I saw the post and it was beautiful and it looked like y'all were matching. So you yes. made that, correct? I did. Uh, so is your fiance like, babe, I need you to hook me up all the time, or <laughs> something that you just uh kind of do on your own? So yeah, it was kind of something I was like, she was like shy about it, kind of nonchalant, like, you know, um, <laughs> she hadn't like asked me to make her anything. The funny thing is her family, um, being around them, they were, some of the women in her family was straight up like, yo, can you make me a dress? Can you make me a dress? And I'm like, one, I can't make y'all nothing before I even made her something. Right? <laughs> um, and then we kind of got to understanding where I could just say no now. Um, <laughs> I made her a few things and you know she kind of was like playing it cool um which is funny now she's actually into sewing now too oh that's good uh, that's awesome so last year um so right before kind of all this happened our birthdays are like a week apart and I made her birthday dress had plans to take her to New York all that had to be canceled um dang so a couple weeks ago, she was like, I'm going to make my own birthday outfit this year. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so she's made yeah, she's made herself a few things so far. Um, and my daughter, too. Like, she's, you know, got more into um, song for herself as well. But, yeah, the engagement, that was just, that was all me. Just, you know, I had told her that um, I had an opportunity to be on a cover of a sewing magazine, me and Ava, and I wanted to include her. Okay. So, she fell for it too. She was just, you know, <laughs> oh, thank you for, you know, including me. And Aww. I even had her pick the fabric. I literally FaceTimed her like, you like this fabric? She was like, yeah. So I made um, her dress, me pants, and made my daughter a dress too, with all within, you know, that same yeah. fabric. And yeah, she was totally shocked. She had no clue. Um, Gold. Stressful weeks of my life. but. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. I love that. Um, and and I, and it just sounds like you guys are all, you know, embracing it all very well. Mm-hmm. If you could, is there anything that you and Ava have coming up um, that, you know, we should know about or that people should be looking out for? Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming I could talk about it. Um, <laughs> we're planning to do something with the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Orchestra. Um, <laughs> yeah, they do this segment that uh is it's amazing they basically interview somebody from philly and they kind of intertwine it with members of the orchestra so they're playing their music and um telling their story but they intertwine it with a story from you know somebody from the city yeah Mm. Um, so they reached out and basically want me to kind of you know kind of put together a collection have ava model it and they'll you know add in the music so I'm kind of looking forward to that. That's so great. That's oh amazing. That's like, how, did they, was that something that they came to you? It was like, hey, we have this idea. Yeah, so um, I figured what the lady does uh, that reached out, but she, through Instagram, saw my Instagram okay. um, and reached out. 
And I was like, the Philadelphia Orchestra? Like, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> you had to check to see if it was like the real one. <laughs> yeah, like growing up here, I'm like, you know, that's like a huge deal. Like, um, yeah, so then the thought, and you know, we just kind of had a, a talk where we were brainstorming and um, yeah, I just, and she sent me like copies of the previous ones that they have on YouTube. Mm. And it was, I mean, it was beautifully done. So I was like, yeah, this could be something great for, you know, me and Ava to kind of participate in. So um, that's, that's, that's probably the next, next, you know, the next thing we'll be working on. That, that's amazing. That's huge. Well, well it's that, it's that and your YouTube channel that you're going to yeah. launch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping well, you on your toes, man. I'm trying yes. to go over here. <laughs> well, I'm going to manifest this right now because um, there is a new web series out um, with Will Smith and Kevin on stage called Dads Don't Understand. And I think you need to be on that show. For, for sure. sure. Um, so I actually filmed the interview for that show. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's already on it. There's something else that's, com that's coming up, right? Yeah, and, and you know what? I completely forgot about it too. I don't know which, because I think it's like broken down into six. So I'm not sure. And he puts them out every Sunday. I'm not sure which Sunday um, the one that I'm on will come out on. But yeah, I definitely did um, interview for that. Man, that's yeah. amazing. You're on. You're on. You're on your. You're on your shit, man. Look, I'm glad we got we got him now, right, Jay? We got him now. Right. right. <laughs> exactly. All right. So we don't want this to end, of course, but. We want to make sure that people know where to follow you and not to get anything made, y'all, just to follow in the Ava's process. Where can the people follow you on social media? Um, so at Daddy Dressed Me by MG on Instagram. Same thing on Facebook. And that's also my website, too. Cool, cool. So everyone, make sure you go out and you check out um, Daddy Dressed Me and this has been amazing. I really appreciate your story. Um, Absolutely. You know, I encourage more dads, whether you're a girl dad or you have a son, to be more interactive, um, you know, with your, you know, with your children. We need that. We need a lot more of that right now, um, especially when there's so much going on and so much other things that they can get into. Um, mm -hmm. If, you know, your story will definitely, definitely inspire someone else. So I appreciate what you do. So thank you so Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. All right, everybody. So make sure you follow um, the Lauren Re Live show on all social media platforms. We're on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Um, and also make sure you check out waterice.com because we are your scoop to everything Philly. Uh, you want to know what you can still do in quarantine in the city and what restaurants and things are opening. We got it all for you right there. Check out the merch. Um, it's on the website as well. You can see that cool jacket that Jay had, Windbreaker that Jay has on right now. <laughs> Um, am I missing anything, Jay? Uh, I mean, yeah, just check out the content that we're doing um, here and there. We got a lot of things coming up. Uh, we just dropped a recent uh, Cooking with Soul series. That's really dope. Uh, go follow us on, on online. And we have some more content coming up in the second quarter. We do, we do. We have a that's gonna be really dope. really big, huge announcements of some other really good stuff that is going to be going on virtually um that i'm really excited about as well so you guys please stay tuned well it's a wrap everybody and you guys know how we always end this this show so jay help me out not all superheroes wear capes sometimes they wear headphones see you later guys thank you for coming on tonight